And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Podcast episode, I think it's 157. It's been a while since we've been on the airwaves. Uh, last time you heard us, we were doing a round one recap of the playoffs and a, round, a semifinal preview. Uh, since then, I have won the championship. And I have... The hex is broken. I have... The, yeah, the curse is broken. Uh, I finally got over the hump. It was those uh, Ramapool uh, boys. Those yeah, guys. maybe it might have been. It might have been. Uh, but yeah, we picked up Louisville, won the championship, picked up a 38-18 to 18 victory over UAB. And Mike Gariano, great season. Great season for both teams. Uh, but yeah, a week later, we were right back at it. And we were drafting. And that is what we are here to talk to you about today. We are here, me and Tommy, uh, league expert here to discuss the draft. We're going to do a recap of the draft today. We'll do a re- um, a week one preview on Thursday or something like that later in the week. And yeah, honestly, you got anything to say? No, excited for the season. Yeah. Tommy's been analyzing the draft board since I uh, walked into the house today. Um, all we're going to do really is we're just going to go through the teams from 1 to 12, and we're just going to talk about the players, what we know about them, what we don't know about them. you got to give us some slack here. We don't know a lot of the players. There are 44 new players in the league that have never played in Bear Down before. That is a league record. Love to see it. Uh, hate to see a lot of the old faces not playing, but always happy to see new faces, potential new talent, and uh, probably a lot of sleepers because if we don't know you and you get drafted late and you end up being a monster, you're going to easily be in contention for awards immediately. Um, yeah, all right, let's just start. Start with the Saints. Start with the Saints. Dev Kennedy, Demon Time Dev, coming back to the league, being a quarterback, being a captain, somehow got the first overall pick, takes Ashante Worthy, who, um... Now, now, does he play in the G League? Yeah, he plays in G League, he plays in the A7, uh, yeah, dynamic, dynamic athlete, gonna immediately come into the league and set it on fire, uh, kind of just dominated every level of football he's played in, so I don't expect anything less. Sterry will probably end up playing quarterback for them. Uh, Chris Hunter, Lyman. Yeah, you know, player. Starry, good player. Chris Hunter, Lyman, Lauren Jackson, new player, 6'6", Lyman. Big boy, played at Rampo Basketball. Uh, Lou Velez is a good receiver. Ethan Weiss is another lineman, big lineman. They have a lot of big, strong linemen. Jordan Jackson is a big receiver. And Matt Schaefer and Nathaniel Parrish round out this squad. Um, all I see with this squad is big offensive linemen and a lot of speed. Uh, Dev, Ashante, Starry all produce a lot of speed. Lou as well. Um, this is this is a mostly G League team. Um, we've taken Bear Down teams far in the G League playoffs, so now they kind of get their turn in our league with a, a mostly G League squad. They're they're it's basically it's 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 a core G League with guys. That I'm, I'm excited before. to see this. I, I don't. I don't get a chance to get out to Jackson and see the G League games, but I know a lot of excellent players. Every time I see Sturry, I always tell him he's got playing bear down because I know what kind of athlete he is. He's a, he's a, he's a an exciting talent. I'm excited to watch him play. Yes, and for a full, he, Sturry will be joining the league midway through the year. He's finishing up. They play in an A7 league, which is a no pad tackle league. Oof. Winner get I, I think I think winner gets fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> him and Ashanti. Are in the semifinals now for that, so they'll be. I, I don't know about Ashanti, but I know Sterry is waiting until after that's over to start playing. But when they come back, they will have. We're gonna put both their doubleheader weeks in the back half of the season, so we're gonna see a lot of Saints football in the back half with their full squad. Um, with that being said, I think this is gonna be a good team. They have a lot of team speed, and like I said, a lot of big linemen: Lauren Jackson, Chris Hunter, and Ethan Weiss, three linemen. That if they are showing up every week, that is a big defensive, a big offensive line. And we'll give Starry a lot of time to throw, find Ashanti, find Dev, uh, find Lou. Um, I'm excited for a G League team to play in Bear Down. A full G League team, I should say. 
And uh, it should be an exciting one. I expect the Saints to make the playoffs. That's my early. That's an early prediction on my part. I wish I can comment on them, but I'm excited. Like I no. said, I like new talent coming to the league. I hear good things about a lot of G League players, and I've seen it. The ones that have come yeah. over, they're all superior athletes. So, yeah, excited to see this team play. Yep. Um, like I said, don't don't uh, hit. It. Give us some slack. Don't know a lot of the guys in the league, especially Tommy, who only knows the guys who have played in the league before. Um, next team. This is a team that you definitely know a lot of guys on. Yeah. The Eagles. Captained by Joe Pippoli. Team was Matt Hughes, Mark Kokoda, Steve Giroux, now Dom Maselli, Anthony Hadiniak, Tommy Galante, Rob Reddington, uh, Joe Ventimiglia, and Dennis Sutton Jr. Uh, first thing I'll say about this team is they are big up front. Matt Hughes, Mark Kokoda, Steve Giroux, Nick Wyman. That is a big team, strong team. Big, strong team. Um, they're trying to copy the um, the formula that got them to the championship last summer with Pip and Matt Hughes chase. Power football, running behind a big offensive line, throwing the play action probably to uh, Dins, Kokoda. And then you have a, kind of a wild card on their team, Tommy Galante. Tommy Galante uh, is said to be a, a Belmar Belmar boy this summer, so we don't know how don't much. Blame him, I'll be there. We don't know how much he will be seeing a Tommy, but when Tommy comes, it gives this team a different element that at any time, if they need a big play, they could take Tommy, put him under center. And throw Joe Pip out wide, and now you have an elite elite receiver out there. I, I always tease Pip about playing quarterback because I think he's one of the best receivers in the league. Of course. If Tommy was quarterback in this team, I think it'd be even more dangerous. Yes, I agree. Obviously, obviously, no one can say Tommy isn't a better quarterback than Pip. Um, but Pip, this is his team. I think Pip, if Pip was struggling in any game, he just says, "Hey, Tommy." Jump right in, play quarterback. But this team is also suited, I think, for Pip to be good. We scrimmaged them early uh, last Wednesday. So like six oh, they days looked, ago, they looked good. Joe was moving the ball. Listen, you, you got Matt Uses on the all-time Tommy team. Of so. course, my first pick at lineman anytime. Uh, Mark Okota, great talent on both sides Two of the champions. ball. Two champions. Yeah, and now Steve Drew. Now he's a fixture in this league. He is uh, a fixture. At, 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 you want to talk about some of the better linemen in, in the league? A better lineman in the league. You're going to talk about Steve Giroux. Yeah, offensive line, definitely a very good offensive lineman. They had Don Maselli for Nick Wyman because Nick Wyman was unable to play. And, and here's the steal for me. Rob Reddington into, in the seventh round. Broccoli Rob, he was... Broccoli Rob has a great bear down resume. Two seasons played, played on the Wyoming team that lost in the championship, and then played on the Notre Dame team that won the championship and, and the, threw the and game. Through winning touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, that's right. Broccoli Rob has a great resume in this league and somehow falls to the seventh round of the draft. Um, I don't understand that. He was a late entry in into the league, but when a former champ hits me up and asks me if he wants to play, yeah, I always give yeah. him a spot. The, the, the kid, his motor runs 110% every time. Rob is a good athlete. He, he'll, he'll, he won't dog one play. He won't take off one play, Rob. Yep, and then we got Joe Ventimiglia, who is a pretty good athlete. I've seen him in the scrimmage. He looked all right. He's a cultural player, I think, smaller on the size-wise league good athlete and then Dennis Sutton could end up being a sleeper of the year candidate he was playing a lot of D-line against us in the scrimmage I will say our linemen weren't there so we're playing against guys that don't normally play line but he's a good athlete he's good hands at receiver as well I think he's going to thrive with this Eagles team in the way that yeah, I'm, um, I'm a big football IQ guy and I see a lot of guys in this team that that have superior IQ on the field. This was so. a good, this is a well-drafted team. Uh, I usually give Pippen Hughes a lot of shit saying that they're really bad drafters, but <laughs> this is a very well-drafted team. This could be that they obviously team. <laughs> wanted to, they obviously wanted to be uh, stronger in the trenches, and they have guys that can go in the trenches and get, and get gritty. So uh, I'm excited. I think the Eagles team is a very good team, and I I expect them to also. I mean, I'm probably gonna say that about a lot of teams, but they should be in the playoffs. Remember, 12 teams in the league, eight make the playoffs, no playing round. So. All right. Regular season means a little more. 
third team we'll talk about Bills. the Bills, led by league legend and league monster Anthony Mbimbo. Uh, he takes Liam Knowles, uh, top, one of the top receivers in the league with his first overall pick, took DeLon early in the second round, Dean Wiatrowski late in the third round, Isaiah Copes, J.K. Will, Ryan Rougeau, Matt Marola, Anthony Wright, and Jeff Graham. Okay. What's your first thoughts on this team, Tommy? My first thought, listen, I love I.B. back at quarterback. Love he's, it. Yeah, he's a legend at quarterback. Immediately becomes the best quarterback in the league. Liam Moles, to me, is the early MVP favorite. Okay. Because, you know what? You've never He's never played. Has he ever really played with a, a quarterback like, like I.B.? I mean, he's played with uh, he's Sobes, He's played with right? Sobes back in with the Cowboys. But outside of that, he's always played with quarterbacks that weren't at the top talent level. Also. Yeah. And, oh, and that's no slight to any of his quarterbacks. Liam is such a good player. He's on the old He's an amazing too. player. Amazing player. On both sides of the ball. But now that he's with I.B., I'm, you know what? I'm thinking he might lead the, team, the league in targets, uh, catches, yardage, touchdowns. I mean, listen, Who knows? He was top three in all those categories in the past season with Hogreave. So I think, listen, no offense to Hogreave, but IB is, is a better right. quarterback. He, he, yeah. So I can only imagine that Liam has another great season like he does. And he, he was in the MVP in the Opoi voting this year as well. So yeah. um, that doesn't surprise me at all. I love the second-round pick, DeLon. DeLon. DeLon shows up. DeLon can play everyone on the field for you. He can play line. He can play D-line. He can play O-line. He can play uh, and he, he can shut down the opposing team's best receiver. Anything you need him to do on any given day, he'll be able to do it. Uh, pair these guys on the line with uh, Dean Wietrowski, uh Jake Hill will. Jake Hill will go in the fifth round. That's another steal. Yep, good linebacker and good offensive oh, lineman. I know he said he wanted to play receiver. but Probably the best uh, flag player in the league. He's definitely one of the best. He's up there with Justin. Yep. Uh, uh, Ryan Isaiah Rougeau. Hey, you, Ryan listen, Rougeau. You, you, got, you got a lot of uh, IB's cronies. You got <laughs> Dean always plays for uh, Dean, Liam, Ryan Rougeau. Ryan Rougeau, yeah. Ryan Rougeau, yeah. Those are some of the IB's staples on Ma- his team. Matt Marola going to seventh round is a steal, Matt too. Matt doesn't want to play line. I don't think he's going to play line. Really? I think he's playing. Yeah, he played D line, but D-line. he doesn't want to play O line. Uh, Matt's definitely lost a little weight, in ter- but in a good way. Like he's getting stronger. He's putting uh, going to the gym, working out. So who's, who's gonna play center for them? Uh, I guess J. Killwell. Maybe Dean. Oh, that's right. That's right. Maybe Delon plays line. I don't know. Ib doesn't really. Ib could also implement a two man line. Um, if you really wanted to. Yeah. We were running. I was running two man line at this past scrimmage. I didn't want to put kids at line that don't want to play line, and it it can work. And especially Ib back there making guys miss and doing doing the dirty work for the offense. Um, they can really want any offense they want, and it'll work. Defensively, they just need to be sound, and this will definitely be a top team in the league. IB at quarterback um, is basically as close to a guarantee to make a semifinals as you can get. Um, electric athlete, you know you're going to have a good record. You know you're going to be on a winning team. This is just a team that has to listen to IB and let IB be the leader that he is. Outside of that, I think the Bills are a top team in the league. Regardless of who was on their team, I'd probably say that about an IB-led squad. Uh, I agree. Right, like I think, regardless of who was on IB's team, we've every single year we always say, "Oh, IB's line" or "IB's this," and it doesn't matter because every year they're top of the league in the regular season yeah. and usually fighting for the championship at the end anyway. So um, that's where I stand on the Bills. Let's talk about the Raiders now. Uh, let's see, eleven minutes in, yeah, that's a good pace. You, you know, I got a soft spot for the Raiders. Yeah, well, I took a bunch of your guys. I took a bunch of guys that you like, but I'll read the team. It's me, a quarterback, with Douglas, Gargano, Swags, Keanu, Micah Graham, Jarrock, Will Meany, Colin Thompson, and Lamar Davis. Wow, just up and down athletes and, again, high IQ players. Uh, <laughs> love Douglas at the first pick. I mean, to me, that guy is perennial you know, MVP candidate every year. Top 
top two-way line. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, put put him on the D line, he's going to get you sacks. You put him on, he's going to pull flags. Put him on the O line, and you know he's blocking anybody, and he's catching balls. Yeah. I mean, he could play anywhere and on the he field. Snaps. And he, he's he's that valuable, and he, he's just a leader. Vin Gargano, I'm shocked that he didn't want to play quarterback, but again, superior athlete. Anywhere he plays, he's going to play great. Swag, Swag's he's an anchor on the fucking line. Love Swags. Keanu. Keanu Reed came, you know, in a big way came out last year. It was my number one. Dylan missed five games last year, four games. And yeah, Keanu for him to shine. go in the fourth round, too, is kind of a little shocking. Yep. I can uh, see him going b- b- before a lot of players, but that's a steal for you at four. And then five, Micah Graham, uh, you know, big lineman with great hands. Uh, put him at tight end. He's the best tight end in the league. Another guy I think I can, I can kind of play him wherever. Yeah. He's a very good athlete. Yeah, I mean, does everything. Red zone, I mean, that, he's the perfect target in red zone. Yep. Jarrock, Will Meany, Colin back, Thompson, Lamar. Just three guys. Jarrock in the sixth round. Jirak, oh, God. Yeah. I'm saying there in the sixth Go round. Go screen to Jarrock, and he, he, you know, he Jirak can take it to the a, house. Jirak's a game-breaker athlete. He, he's healthy. He's motivated. I told him that you were drafted in the sixth round. He was very disrespect, felt very disrespected by that. So, very... Uh, well, everyone knows him as a quarterback. They yeah. don't know, you know... Well, they're about to find out. Yeah. Uh, and then I, uh, Will Meany, very good athlete, has been to both of our scrimmages. I like what I see at him. Has very good hands. Colin Thompson, very good flag puller, has been playing some D line for us. And Lamar Davis is a, a young buck, eighteen years old, nineteen years old, uh, good athlete. He's he's had some bo- good moments in our scrimmages so far. So I'm excited to keep progressing him into our system. And listen, you going with the white going. jersey and the silver letters? Yeah, yeah, nice, yeah. nice. Um, listen, I got nothing but good things to say about my team right now. We are big. We are physical. Um, we we're gonna be we're gonna be a tough team to beat, especially if I keep playing the way I was playing at the end of last season. Uh, I like us. I, listen, I I told my I told my team that anything less than a, a repeat from me was a uh, a failure of a season. So you got I'm some st- championship DNA on that. No, too. we got championship DNA. We got guys yeah. who've been there for a long time. And so far, the one thing I'll say is that Vin's been great in the huddle. Whenever I'm struggling sometimes to call plays in the scrimmages, he's kind of. He's just another great set of eyes to see what the defense is throwing at me. So um, I think we have a really good team, a bought-in group that I think bought in bef- has bought in before uh, before we really got out there. So uh, excited to see it unfold week one this Sunday, and just six days away. Next team. This is the Ravens. first team of a big of unknowns. First of all, Tommy M. Uh, Ravens wearing purple. The purple curse. Uh, purple curse. A lot of new quarterbacks choose to wear purple. Let's see if Eddie Guzman can break the curse. Yeah. For anyone that knows, I know nothing about Eddie Guzman. Eddie Guzman is someone that just persistently asked the the uh, asked the, the Lee Page if he could play quarterback, and I'm giving him a chance here. He, he plays. He's played before. He's sent uh, highlights, so I know he can play. Uh, but breaking the purple curse is going to be uh, a tough task because even I was purple in last fall, and I only made the first round. So. Uh, <laughs> Curse, curse to be broken, but what I will say about his team is that the, from the players I know, he set up well. First three picks, Austin, Joe Malozzi, and Amir. Those are three linemen that are going to block for him and give him time to throw. Um, and catch a ball. Joe's got great hands. Joe Malozzi, one of the best receiving linemen. And Austin, Austin also. also has very good hands as well. I don't know Amir Bryant, but I just know that he is a lineman. Um, A-Rod. A-Rod. Yeah, nice big top defensive line. Top defensive linebacker. Show up every tackles. game. He's going to give you all he's got. Good energy. Um... Can catch a receiver, big target, and then all right. All right, so like the first couple of picks, we you know we went big, and that's good if you're a quarterback. You want that protection, you want that time. His team is huge. Skill, skill position, we don't know who he has at the bottom of the draft. Um, Shad, Petit, Home, Q Hunter, Markel McDuffie, Maslin Pierre, and Drew Patel. Uh, 
it's going to be your responsibility to help Eddie out as the receivers and move this offense along because a quarterback is only as good as his weapons, as uh, we all know too well. Oh, um, usually anyone named Q is, uh, <laughs> is an athlete. Yeah, we have one other Q in the league, and he's been pretty good, for sure. But, um, no, listen, I really have nothing more to say. But I'll say, listen, Eddie's going to have production. He's going to be able to have time to throw because he's got three mountains so that we've line. We've never seen him play in any other leagues before. I've never seen him play. So Never seen him one time. He's just going by his word, you know, he wanted to play. And... He plays quarterback. Okay. I think I've let worse people play. There are a couple of guys I think I've let, that I think I've let worse people play quarterback before. Well, no. Well, no. Wait. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Regardless, we will uh, We will see. I believe we wore purple this first year. Yes, too. I'm aware. Um, we will see um, how good the Ravens can be. They, uh, I'm, listen, I, as a commissioner of the league, I am hoping that Eddie is fucking better than I be, and we have another elite quarterback in the league. Yeah, that hell what, yeah. That is what I am hoping for. Yeah, we root against um, no one in this league. We root for everybody. No, yeah, I root for everyone, eh, except for, like, Suroff. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, Suroff. Um, no, I am definitely rooting for him, rooting for the new guys. He has a lot of new guys, a lot of his friends, so it's on them. Uh, if we will know your name early if you're making plays. All right, 17 minutes, we're almost halfway through. Uh, next team, Chargers. Chargers. The return of James Whitcock. Wearing the baby blue, the powder blue. Powder blue, all right. James Whitcock, Chargers, led Chargers. He starts his draft with Bryce Walker. I love the pick. I, he played for him the last time he caught a back. He was his number one. Uh, he is a game breaker. But here's the thing that blows my mind a little bit. He's really good friends with uh, Mark Okota. Yes. And I remember talk, I was talking to him on the sideline last year. He told me he thought that Mark would be the best player in the league. Both sides of the ball. If, if he wanted to, he could be the best receiver in the league. Okay. So if that's your buddy. Why didn't you draft him in the first yeah, round? Yeah, why didn't you draft him, draft him in the first well, round? Well, I think he was playing on drafting him in the second round, but then the Eagles drafted, traded up with Negron and the Dolphins, and that's why he never chanced to take him. I have him. No, no, no problem with Bryce no. as the first round because, like I said, he's electric. I think when uh, you have a guy like Bryce love, on your team. Love Pete Mancini with the next pick. Yeah, Pete, great right, so, player. You know, he, uh, tall receiver, big target. Uh, can play the line, can play, can play anywhere on the field, basically. He has two game-breaking receivers, but in different ways. Bryce is a, I can catch a screen, take it 45. Take Pete is, just throw that shit up, I'll go make yeah, a play Yeah, he's going to get a 50-50 ball, you um, throw to him, yeah. And I think that's two things out a team like Possession receiver and a game-breaker, that's what you need, that's fine. And then he went with his line. He went Philippus, Leibowitz, and Myers. Yep, three good linemen, three guys that will give him protection, want to block, uh, not caring about catching the ball necessarily. Um, and also good for downfield blocking. Um, James is gonna run a lot. If you know, if you've seen James Whitcock play before, you know he runs a runs a run first offense. He's always looking to run. He will throw the ball, obviously, but it's a run first offense. He he's smart in that he knows that he takes what the defense gives him. Correct. He he, he plays very very smart. Yep. Uh, what what he la- what he may lack in arm strength, he has you know upstairs in his head. Uh, like I said, you you could. You got the strongest arm in the world, and if you don't know how to play the position, then it's not good. James knows how to, uh, knows how to play the position. Yeah, last time we saw James play, he went six and two in the regular season, had a three C, but got upset in the first round. Um, always guys had a be... good game. Wasn't a blowout. It was a good game. No, it was a blowout. That game was yeah, a blowout. Yeah, Sir, I beat him like thirty to like. Eight, Didn't they? Wasn't it fifteen? Maybe like it was. It was really? a blowout. Yeah. Why don't I remember? I thought. I just I remember. It was close at no, I just remember James Wickham coming up to me after the game, like, "Wow, I, I really didn't game plan enough for this game." Uh, so I think one thing about James is always that I'll, he is I'll very game plan. He always is very into the game, very good game planner, and he's ready to take that next step, I believe. Um, but, yeah, I think he's a good athlete, and he's going to make plays with his feet. And he has two guys, like one with Bryce, like I said, can take 45 to the house one way, P can take it the other way. Good line. Then he has guys like Josh Shevlin, Jameer Whitaker, Wilson Familia, and Sebastian Rinshear, a.k.a. Seabass. 
Um, one of those guys is going to have to step up and be an impact player. Josh Shevlin didn't have a lot of opportunities, had to play a lot of line for TCU undersized linemen, so I expect him to potentially have a better season. And then I'm Wilson Familia played with Collis, hopefully gets more opportunities in this offense, but not really sure how he pans out. Jameer, who do you play for last Jameer year? never played in the league before. I do not know who Jameer Whitaker is. Um, he could be a steal, a sleeper of the year candidate in the seventh round. Um, if he's good, this team will only be better. Like I always say, if you're a new player in this league and you get drafted in late rounds and you're good and you perform up to your level, your team is just going to be better because you have to have good, uh, more good players on the field than other teams at times. Um, but yeah, I listen. I think this team is going to go as far as James takes them. Bryce will be able to help out with the, and Pete as well on offense. But that line's going to have to do a good job blocking for him. That's going to be the key for them, probably. Okay, next team, the Rams. The Rams, donning well, donning yellow, yellow, yellow base. Okay, all yellow right. base with blue. Uh, Collis Spann making his return, second season in the league. Not a man of love. Went game. seven, went seven and three in the spring. First round exit. Um, First full season at Bad Down, I thought he did great. Great season. One rookie of the year. Yeah. Um, was by far one of the best athletes in the league as soon as he stepped onto the field. Yeah. His team is led by Tommy Pierce, Rags, Justin Famundo, Jordan Cameron, uh, Markel Green, Timmy Frost, Don Palumbo, Jeff Reinecke, and Daniel Ronan. Um, things I know about this team. Tommy Pierce was my receiver in the G League last year. I'll tell you two things about Tommy Pierce. He gets open and he catches the ball. So... Kyle's going to have a good time with Tommy as the number one receiver, I believe. Then his line of rags, Justin Famundo, and I guess Jordan Cameron. Those are his three biggest guys. Love rags in the second round. I mean, that's a high-energy player. Another guy, his motor's constantly running. Yes, and stock has gone up every single season. Every single season. Uh, Started as a low-round pick, then won a championship, got drafted in the fourth, got drafted Uh, in the fourth again. And now he 17-sack season. Um, He... uh, it goes in the second round. I love. Listen, I think love he's a monster. Right. If he shows up every game, he's another 15 sack guy. Probably new entry today, old Tommy team. Okay, love that. Uh, Justin Famundo is uh, a former coach of Manalp and coach Suroff and Douglas. Manalp, and I got a son of coach Manalp. Um, and he is a bigger lineman, offensive lineman, defensive lineman. Going to do a good job protecting Collis. Jordan Cameron is a bigger player who could play line, could also play receiver. Uh, Marty Markel Green, uh, big, good defensive back, strong hands, uh, big body, and then. Timmy Frost, I do not know. Don Palumbo is a big body receiver who can play on both sides of the ball. Uh, played for the UAB squad in the spring. Jeff Renecki is uh, Justin. I only know him because he's Justin Ferrara's cousin. Um, really? Plays quarterback also. So when Collis potentially misses games this year, Jeff could step in and play quarterback as well. And then Daniel Ronan, I do not know. So I cannot say anything about him. But what I'll say about all these teams, I don't know a lot about in the back half of the draft. If you are good and you are drafted in the back half of the draft, your team will probably be good. Make but a name for yourself. I also always have Collis as someone who will be on a good team, competitive team, lead a good team. Um, he'll keep you competitive. He'll yes, always he keep your team competitive because he's just that type of athlete. He can run. He can make things happen. He can make guys miss in open field. And that's just got things that successful I'm football players I'm a big fan. Do. Big fan of Collis. As well am I. Um, next team is the Bucks. Last summer, the Bucks, led by Mike Gargano, won the Bear Down Championship. This summer, Mikey brings the Bucks back, and with a new, with a bunch of new faces, some old faces, a team, one old face, um, but a good team nonetheless. We'll read it off: Nick Serhoff, Chase James, Miles Williams, T.J. Angstad, Joe Denoya, Cam Crooms, Tyler Cameron, Chris Ortiz, and uh, Sean O'Donnell. Not that person. Not that person. Um, 
what I like about this team, Nick Sarov and Chase is a two-man force on the defensive line and also very good on the offensive line. Uh, I love their athletes of Miles, TJ, Joe Noya, and Cam. Those are four athletes that are very capable of playing anywhere in the defensive backfield as well as at receiver and be effective for Mikey. Um, Mikey, I'm, I'm interested to see where Mikey plays on the D-line because if, if he plays on the D-line with Sarov and Chase, that is a scary defensive line, big defensive line. If he plays in the secondary, he only adds to that as well because he's one of the top five players in the league. Um... Tyler Cameron will probably play third line, maybe Chris Ortiz as well. Um, but listen, Mikey has proven that he is a winner in this league since he's won this championship. He's followed it up with a number one seed and a six and three record, and a number four seed and a seven and three record. So clearly, a top quarterback in this league now and a top winner in this league. Um, my hats off to him because he was he the season prior to that he was not even playing quarterback. So um, Mikey is going to make this team go. They just need to buy it and pay attention to detail. Something click with Mike. Mikey gets it. Mikey gets this 100%. league. I mean, he won his championship, followed up with a semifinals appearance, and then right back and in one again. Seed. One seed yeah. that year. And now back and, in the and finals. And right back yep. in into, into the championship game. Uh, he knows how to build a team. I'm looking at this team up and down. I can tell you right now this this team might be one of the best defensive teams. 100%. They have athletes all over the field. All and the, I mean, look at their line between Chase and Serhoff. You got you yeah. know, two monsters. Chase missing the first three weeks of the season, but goes 14th over, 13th overall. doesn't matter. You have the former deep point for the second yeah. half of the year. Exactly. That's all you need. And um, then I'm looking at their backfield with Miles, TJ, Denoya. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a great <laughs> That's going to be tough to beat in the air. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be a good defensive oh, no, no, team. Let's not forget Mikey playing in the middle in the middle. Yep, a hundred percent. I think this team is good top to bottom. Uh, a lot of people are gonna learn the name Cam Crooms. He is a very good athlete, young kid. Uh, he could definitely make a name for himself quickly in this league. I like this team. I think the Bucks are once again gonna be a top team and a, a team to be reckoned with. Um, Mikey's out to prove that uh, he is for sure one of those top teams in the league. Next team. The Cowboys, led by Justin Farrar. Justin Farrar finally, finally uh, taking the uh, the quarterback route, not entering himself in the draft, leaving the receiver rankings, uh, and going to quarterback. His team, Matt Esposito, Steve, ben Steve Bolin, Joe Piscopo, Augie Garbolato, Mark Nicholas, Kai Martin, Zach Sobieski, Abdul Carvin, and Brendan Frombach. Um... A lot of, lot of bear-down talent, a lot of bear-down rings on this team. A lot of bear-down legends. A lot of bear-down legends, guys who have been playing the league for a very long time, along with some new faces that you have never seen before. Um, outside, you're going to have Steve Bowen, Joe Piscopo, all your blotto. In the trenches, you'll have Spo, you'll have Mark Nicholas, you'll have Kai Martin, you'll have Sobes. This kid, Abdul, apparently is also a very big, a very big body. Not sure about Brendan Frombach, but if he's good, ninth-round pick, you're going to be able to shine on a team like this. Justin's going to play quarterback, probably similar to Mike Danino, where he'll be very good, electric with the ball in his hands, running the football. Throwing probably at times will look very good, at times may not look as good. Um, but Mike was one of the top quarterbacks in the league last season, and I don't expect Justin to be any less. Justin is one of the best athletes in the league, and I expect it maybe to be a little rocky early on, maybe. But uh, if he just doesn't throw across his body and limits the turnovers, they're probably going to be a good team. Especially defensively, they'll be a very good team with Piscopo, Bowling, Augie. Yeah, I... Uh Back-to-back -back picks Piscopo and, and Augie. Love it. 
Love to talk about legends. Uh, Bay Down Legends. Two guys right there. Yep, and you have uh, Joe on this team that he's, he's Justin got a ton needs of to athletes, play. Yeah. If Justin needs players here for some reason. You have a capable quarterback right yeah. there as well. How about Sobs? Is he? Yeah, Sobs is Sobs is just he's a little jack now. He probably play some line, maybe some tight end. Uh, always was a good athlete. He'll play receiver probably for them as well. Uh, this is a good team. Uh, they just need to. Justin just needs to lead them. Just Justin needs to lead. I think so he I, can. I think I think he'll do. I think they'll be fine. I think that as long as like I said, as long as Justin limits the turnovers, this team will be a good team I, and a good out each week. I think they'll be tough extremely out. dangerous in the red zone uh, with, with Justin at quarterback. Correct. It's, it's going to be tough to, to stop the run with him. It's going to be tough to stop him throwing. Yeah, the ball. he's got one of the best arms in the league. He can launch the ball. He's he's a great athlete. So you could see him uh, being another IB. Yes, a hundred percent. He could. All right, let's go to the next team. A team that uh, is interesting, the Dolphins, led by Mike Negron in Season 2. Uh, first thing we talked about Negron the first five weeks, it was just, it wasn't good. The oh, offense then, wasn't then he moving, got it. It clicked. but then he figured it out. Yeah. And there's no there's nothing more than that. He figured it out. The offense started moving, started scoring points. They pulled off an upset in the first round, in the play-in round last year, and they took the A&M squad 31-28 in, the fin- in, their, yeah. in their playoff loss. Uh, Mike Negron definitely earned his spot back this season. And uh, he drafts the following team. Jarwar Singh and John Harnish gets his two anchors on the offensive line. Frankie Acevedo, ace army vet, uh, second league in tackles last season. Dan Dexter, Vin Orlando, Ryan Bartlett. Uh, Dog of the year, Matt Ballow. Griffin Lutz and Jordan Bowman. Uh, Griffin Lutz is a big, tall receiver. 6'4", 6'5", guy. Um, Good athlete from what I hear. Um... This team, they got good linemen, and they got some speed on the outside with Dexter. Vin Orlando was a good receiver, and Bartlett is like a take-it-off-the-top type of deep, uh, top of deep threat. Um, Matt Ballow proved that he is much improved from seasons past and a very good flag puller. And, yeah, that's, kind of, everywhere. that's kind of where I think about this team. I think if Negron takes I, the next step, they could be really good. He's got a lot of good players on this team. Um, I, I think in the secondary, they'll be good. I think Dan Dexter, Vin Orlando, Frankie, those are three guys that are good at pulling flags. Yeah, we, need to see, we need to see Harnish, Harnish and Jarwar. They need to be. They both need to be 10-sack guys. Last year, Rowan's off defense was very good because Chase had 22 sacks. Um, you need to replicate that, but not replicate that all in one person. Replicate that in multiple people. Right. Um, but got to get the job done. Not sure who's going to be the third defensive lineman for them. Not sure who's going to be the third offensive line. Maybe it's Frankie. Ballo could play anyway. Play Ballo played center for them, for, for them last season, for Memphis last season. So maybe he returns back. Put a little line, back to, put a little line, put a little secondary. Yeah, um, listen, I think this team goes as far as Negron goes. I think if Negron continues that pro, uh, the progress he made, yeah. he's gonna be, they're going to be in good shape. They're rocking the orange base for the Dolphins, I believe. Um, yeah, that's kind of all that I got on this team. Boys? Uh, no, they didn't choose teal. I don't think teal, teal, teal uh, letters maybe teal and white letters. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think listen, I, like I said, it comes down to Negron if he continues to get better. He looked pretty good in the scrimmage this past week, but he was playing with half his team, half with another team, so kind of hard to tell how it'll look when all the pieces of his team are together. But he looked good through a few touchdowns. Um, I continue to see it. It looks, it looks a lot better. So I'm excited for Dolphins in year two. Mike Negron year two. Another person I'm excited for in season two is Chris Hogreef. Put up solid numbers this year. Put up solid numbers, led to a lot of losses, though. Now we need to turn those hey, numbers maybe into lesser numbers, but wins. Figuring out how to close out a game, I think he's got it. Yes, they definitely had a lot of games where they were leading or they were tied late and they just weren't able to close it out. A lot of fourth downs, uh, miscues. Um, but here's their team. Joe Liotta, Dwan Davis, Pat Importuna, uh, Quentin Hodge, Grant, welcome back. Aaron Ford. Dan Lordy, DeJour Cochran, Henry Young, and uh, Joe Flynn is was drafted to the team but is no longer playing. 
Q is back, huh? Q is back. The original Q. Yes, the original Q of Bear Down. Um, love, he goes to the fourth round. Uh, from what I hear, Henry Young is a lineman who went in the eighth round, so I assume the offensive line will be Henry Young, Joe Liotta, and Pat Importuna, maybe Dan Lordy um, is also a bigger guy. And then the receivers are going to be DeJour, Aaron Ford, Quinn Hodge-Grant, and Dwan Davis. So I like this team. A lot of flag football experience. They seem very excited. I know Hogreef was very anxious from the end of last season to get back out there. Um, yeah, I, I, I think this is a solid team. They got they got good trenches, guys, and they got good receivers on the outside for Hogreef to throw the ball to. It just comes down to Hogreef's play. If he closes out games and the receivers make some plays for him, he's going to be in good shape. Get the ball Q. Yeah, I think Q is a game-breaking player, like we talked about some of the other guys in the league. Uh, Aaron Ford could be a game changer as well at the, at the defensive back and receiver position. And then we did we only saw one game of Dwan last year. He played the last game of the year for TCU. Um, looked all right, caught a touchdown. So hopefully we get a full season out of him. What colors are they going with, the red or the black? They are wearing black, wearing black. with red. With red. Um, okay. They, yeah, so I think that they have the talent on this team. It just comes kind of comes down. like A lot of these teams come down to the quarterback play. I'm excited for Hogreef year two. I think that if he is um, if he is good, this team will be good and will follow behind his lead. He's a good leader, tries to keep his head in there at all times. Uh, so I'm excited to see how the Falcons um, look, especially game one. I'm pretty sure they have a doubleheader week one. 32 minutes in, one team to go. Last team drafting was the Patriots, led by Trevor Garland. Trevor Garland, last two seasons, has been one play away from going to the finals. Uh, can he get over the hump? This is his team. Jack Starner, Mike Kaka, Chris Johnson, Nick Hardigan, Josh Taylor, Mark DePalma, Kenny Tindall, uh, or Tindall, Billy Waters, and Mosimo Importuna, the brother of Pat Importuna. Brother Pat. Um, what I think about this team, line-wise, Kenny Tindall, uh, Nick Hardigan, Mike Kaka, that's probably the offensive line. Defensively, uh, receivers-wise, you're looking at Jack, Chris Johnson, Josh Taylor, Mark DePalma. Those are three really good, four really good receivers. Um, guys that I expect to thrive in a Trevor Garland 40 passes a game offense. Uh, defensively, you have interception leader from the spring, Chris Johnson. You have former defensive player of the year, Jack Starner, who was one of the best flag players in the league. Great ball hawk in the middle of the defense. Um, Josh Taylor played defensive back in college, good defensive back, uh, big body. Mark DePalma, also very good flag player and middle linebacker. Um, I'd like to see Trevor play some more defense this year, for sure. Good athlete. Think he does. Think he needs to be out there when the game is all said and done. Yeah, I like him be a little more vocal. Yeah, just a little more vocal. Yeah, but on listen, both ends. I mean, if you're running, if you're the leader of this team, be that guy. Not just on the offensive side. Be on the defensive side too. Yeah, uh, Billy Waters and Mosimo. I've never seen them play. I know Kenny Tindall is a big athlete, a solid basketball player. Um, I think this team is guaranteed playoffs. Trevor is a is a successful quarterback in this league. Time out. Yeah. Really? All right. Here's the deal. He picked Jack as his first pick. Jack is one of the most dynamic players ever to play in bad down. Both sides of the ball. Game breaker on offense. Uh, and, uh, probably one of the best defenders you'll ever see. What's his motivation? Is he going to be motivated to play? Because the last couple of seasons he played, there was no motivation there. Uh, I agree. He, he, your, your team is winning. He's the best guy to have in your team. If your team is losing, I don't know. So... I'm rooting for Jack. I'm a big fan of Jack. I yeah. need him to show up every game and play the way he's capable of playing every game. That happens. I see no problem with them making the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Love Cork is, you know, uh, again, uh, an anchor on the line. 
Chris Johnson, one of the best athletes in the league. Did he lead the league in interceptions last he year? Did indeed. All right, so there you go. One of the best defenders, and, and he's electric with the ball in his hands too. Correct. So, on the outside, Trevor's got enough weapons. Uh, I, I say this every year. There are a few, a handful of quarterbacks I think that can win a championship. I think Trevor's that guy every year. Hundred percent. All right. So I, I need to see everyone on this team committed to this team. And uh, yeah, and they'll go far. And I think always, as we talk about Trevor-led teams, they get this, and they've been so close the last couple of years. We always just say, team can't get on Trevor. Give him confidence. Don't take him down. Maybe when he's not playing his best ball. Right. You get behind him. Yep. 100%. Stand behind your guy, and he'll reward you. Yep. A hundred percent. All right. That kind of does it for the uh, draft recap. Uh, week one is just six days away. Uh, we will be back on the airwaves later this week for a week one preview. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you later this week. Peace.